I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. You don't need to ask him. He does that every Tuesday just to get the old blood flowing. Sure Of your thoughts, gentlemen, when you say fuddle or something like that. I guess it turns out the budget doesn't balance itself <laughs> after all. You know, a bunch of yahoos out in the front of Queen's Park. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt him. He's been there for about 350 years. I don't want to hurt him. Fire Dr. Fauci with a little box that says, contribute here. Come on, man. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey's here. Swing it a drive. Get up, ball. Get out of here. And grand slam for Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Get another shot. Fight by the sword. And he does. And scores to Canada. Welcome to the edge of tomfoolery. We want to pop you up. Hey, what's going on, people? My name is Bruce Mackey, and this is the edge of tomfoolery. And we are glad you're here. Here at the edge of tomfoolery, we play... We, we talk about music, we talk about uh, sports, and we talk about the politics, and a little tomfoolery in between. And joining me, as always, my good friend, the mayor of Ivanhoe himself. We can't see him tonight, but I think we can hear him. Sir Robert Morris. Bobby, how are you? I am doing great, uh, Bruce. That was a pretty uh, impressive intro. Did you like the intro? That was quite, uh, yeah. I, I, I put a couple slams in there. I don't know if you could hear. Well, we'll, get, we'll get our other guest on and we'll talk about the intro. But joining us, the uh, now defeated mayor of Calgary, Alberta. He lost a heartbreaker in the last election. His name is Stevie Height. Stevie, how are you? That's a rough one, Brucey, but I'm, I'm trying to recover. I'm, I'm doing okay here. So. You're doing okay? Let me get yeah, your volume up okay. here. I can't hear you. Okay. Too. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I can be as loud as you want me to be, so no, I that's can okay. adjust that myself. Your family's <laughs> up on the second floor. We don't want to We don't want to interrupt them. Oh, yeah. No, you don't want those it, no. to come crawling. So so the new intro, I was bored over the holidays, so I made up this new intro, <laughs> and, and I did a little slam of the Leafs because the first goal was uh, Patrice Bergeron, and that was when they were. Remember when Boston oh, was yeah. losing four to one? Back, what was your year? Was that Bobby? Do you remember that year? I try not to. Is that 2013 or 2014? Yeah, in that neighborhood. Yeah, and then Boston came storming back, and then Bergeron won it in the overtime. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, I'm a little bitter because it's a little slap at the Canadians because we lost Jesperi Kakanyemi, but he scored game six winner. To, at, when you watch the Game 7 winner when Montreal beat Toronto, it was, I mean, it was anticlimactic to say the least. Like, I listened to it and no one was really cheering. It was just, it, was, it wasn't good. So, I put that in there. But I didn't put anything in there about the Calgary Flames. I left them out of it. It's okay. We haven't won since 89, so I don't think we're... I don't You've think won we're a game, though, haven't you? It's we have we, we were on a little streak there, but now we're in a little bit of trouble. So oh yeah, well we're all in trouble. Um, 
first of all, gentlemen, how was your Christmas holidays? Bobby, how was your holidays? Pretty good. Yeah, did you do anything special? Yeah, I got out and about a little bit, yeah. I hate to tell you this, but I hate not seeing you. Mm. I don't have you on my monitor, and and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Mm. (laughs) Please tell me you're fully clothed, Bob. (laughs) To this point, I am, yeah. Uh, did Did you pick anything else out in the intro that was kind of interesting? Did you, did you pick any voices out, Bob? There was a lot there. Yeah, there was. Did you notice any sportscaster that was in there? Uh, Foster Hewitt. Yeah, and an old Chicago Cubs. Oh, Harry Carey. Yeah, Harry Carey. It wasn't actually Harry Carey, though. It was actually Will Ferrell. It was a Saturday night uh, live. <laughs> yeah. Harry it's, Carey. it's been a little while since we've been here. And, and Steve, before we went on air... Um, uh, we have some big news in the Mackey household. We're, we're getting a puppy. So I know you ha- I know you have a dog. We do. We're getting another one. Just because. Oh. I mean, <laughs> hey, just because you you're a sucker for punishment. Or what's this, what what do people say? Like <laughs> when you say, "Oh, we're pregnant with our second kid." Do people go up and say, "Oh, don't you already have a kid?" Like, come on. So, some did to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's a different story. That's a whole different. So story. anyway, Ginger, Ginger, welcome Bob because Ginger and Bob are are. Unique friends, are they not, Bob? Mm. Unique. Unique friends, and so Ginger came down, but tonight is Swiss Chalet night, so when it's Swiss Chalet night, Ginger has to eat her. She came and saw Bob and then went back up and ate her leftover chicken, came back down, and I just mentioned to Bob, I said, I think she's had chicken, and Bob, what did she do? I looked her in the face, and I said, did you have chicken, Ginger? And she let the biggest doggy belch I have ever heard. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was dark meated. Oh, my land. Oh, yeah. it, it wasn't yeah, just a, the sound. It was the smell oh, involved. Right? It straightened oh. me up in a hurry. Was, yeah. Wow. Was, I missed you too, uh, Ginger. It's a special sauce they give you. That's, that's, yeah. that's got to be. You give her dipping sauce. It's got to be oh, that. Put it's, her in the dish. Yeah. It probably is. So, um yeah, it probably is. I can't so, wait for future visits to the Mackie Kennel here. When the puppy comes along, I can probably step in something. I yeah, know. I know. Oh, yikes. Uh, speaking of sportscasters, uh, for Christmas this year, I got my brother a uh, a cameo. Now, I will um, I will play the cameo in just a second, but someone announced their retirement earlier this week, and I kind of wanted to bring that up, and uh, let's just play this. The big right-hander holds at the belt. Kicks and deals a 1-0. Dawson swings a drive to left field. It is up, up and away. The Expos win the game on Dawson's game-winning home run. Dave Van Horn, famous broadcaster of the Montreal Expos. And, uh, yeah, he, he announced his retirement this week. Do you have any good memories of Dave Van Horn there, Bobby? Oh, lots. Yeah? yeah. yeah. Sunday afternoon, listening to the game after church. And Dave would always bring it. Oh, man, would he ever. Now, I wanted to show, and I can't show you, Bob, because you can't see, uh, but I am going to show Mr. Stevie here. I think th- I may have sent this to you, this picture. Let's just see here. Uh, oh, boy, maybe I can't show it to you. Save that picture, save in photos. There we go. The, the original Expos fan himself. Phil oh, Height. Yeah, there he is. And look at his adoring brother just looking up at him, just on every <laughs> word there. Oh, I'm a fan. That's the younger brother. You know some of the younger brother, older brother. Yeah, isn't that isn't that great? So I got that yeah, picture yeah. and I thought that is awesome. 
So for Christmas for my older brother this year, I got him a cameo from Dave Van Horn, and I wanted to play that. That is not the cameo. The big right hander holds at the belt. Not even close to the cameo. I was like, wow, your brother really got the whole the full meal deal. That's awesome. <laughs> he really did. Uh, you know, I have it right here. Let me just pull it up. But I, I didn't think cameos were going to be a thing again this year, but they, they were. Um, and I got, I got your – now, I got this cameo for my staff at work. I'm in a um, hockey pool at work, and one of the guys on my team is uh, Dmitry Orlov. He plays with the Washington Capitals. So okay. I got him to do a cameo for my whole team. Let me play that for you here. <laughs> uh, let's just see. Hey, Mikey Hockeypool. And I have a feel that Team Chris Weasels is going to win this year. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. Good luck. <laughs> team Chris Weasels going to win this year. Good luck. Uh, uh, this is the cameo that I got my brother. And I'm having to go through all of my cameos and my pictures. Apparently, I take too many pictures. Here we go. This is... Hi, Paul. Just checking in with you to wish you a very Merry Christmas this year and every year. You know, I know you're from Belleville. Station CJBQ, 800 on the dial, carried all the Expos games back in the day. So I hope you enjoyed the work of myself along with Duke Snyder and all of the others that join me in the broadcast booth. You know, everybody's hoping that Montreal will get baseball again, and I know you're one of them, Paul. I'm another one. Hope to see a major league team back in Montreal soon. So we had the Expos there from 1969 until 2004, and hopefully we'll have another big league club in there Maybe they'll even be called the Expos. Who knows? So, on this holiday, for you, Paul, it's up, up, and away. And a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I love the call, up, up, and away. Yep. And uh, so, anyway, I gave that to Paul. Apparently, got him a little teary-eyed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, a little teary-eyed. What was the highlight of your Christmas holiday season, uh, other than the Omicron there, Stevie? Oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, what a what else? Did the whole house get it? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. We we took the test and didn't end the test said negative, but apparently the tests are useless. So you yeah. know, or it's just it's a fun time. What a what a time to be alive! Oh, it? isn't it though? Yeah, yeah. And plus, it was minus forty here in Calgary. So oh. I didn't feel bad about being. It was three weeks of. I got to spend a lot of time with my kids. My son and I built an entire Millennium Falcon. Uh, oh Lego wow! Set because you know. Three weeks of minus forty indoors. Yeah, uh, yeah, it yeah. Was, we 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 had lots of family time. I'll just say that. Oh so, boy, and you're feeling good now. Everyone's back in the back in the saddle oh, again. You know, we're getting there. Is it uh, just little little things kind of hanging on? I don't know what's going on, but you know, well, no one knows what's going on, Bruce. Isn't that the theme of this whole thing? Well, so. the the theme of this whole thing for sure. No one really does know what's going. on. <laughs> Let me just see yeah. here if I've got. I thought I had gotten something, and maybe I don't have it. Well, I thought I had uploaded a, a new uh, video. Oh, here we go. So listen, in in news, tomorrow on the 17th would have been someone's 100th birthday and oh, over yeah. Christmas and didn't survive 2021. 
and and I just want to pay tribute to her. Here she is, one of the all-time great stars of this medium, Miss Betty White. It's me, Blanche. He's really brought new meaning to the word solicitous. I wanted you to meet Doug for a very important reason. Well, why? Blanche, we're getting married. That's impossible, Clayton. Brothers can't marry sisters. (laughs) That's right, you're from the South. This has to be the biggest disappointment of my life. Yes. Yeah, and I've known some real disappointment, too, believe me. Rose, you're not going to tell us that story about the exploding pig again, are you? I never told you a story about an exploding pig, Dorothy. It was a peg-legged pig. Our possum was the one that exploded. I was just trying to be kind. Betty White passed away on December 31st at the age of 99. She was 18 days away 17 days away from being 100 years old. Bob, what are your thoughts on Betty White? That's pretty close. Almost made it. Almost made it. Yep. Um, I think she went into, she had a, a, some type of medical episode just after Christmas and then she passed away about five days later. Mm. So it's starting to come out. Uh, I'm guessing that the Golden Girls were on the no-fly zone list at the uh, Height household. Oh yes, yeah. They were, they were one of many that uh, (laughs) we were not (laughs) not allowed Three's company? Mr. Furley? Oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, none of that. <laughs> no, no, no. That was not allowed. What 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 shows did you watch growing up with your well, parents' one permission? I'm most curious about is that we were fully allowed Dukes of Hazard. Oh, which yeah. On rewatch, I'm going, that was not. <laughs> but apparently the, the jumping car seemed to trump all other, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, indiscretions, I guess. So <laughs> had, had Golden Girls or Three's Company had some more cars jumping over ditches, <laughs> that would have been fine. So apparently that was the problem. So Oh, well, talking a bit of politics, we got a few stories here I want to go over. and But the one that just caught my attention was uh, first of all RFK's assassin. Now we 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 did a whole segment on assassins before and amazingly enough most assassins had three names. Do you mm-hmm. remember that Bobby? I do. Can you can you rhyme off a few of them? Oh, uh, James Earl Ray and Lee Harvey Oswald and mm-hmm. um, well that's two. That's two. Well, and then we talked about RFK Robert F Kennedy Jr. A Robert F. Kennedy. Sorry, not, not there is a Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, but the Robert F. Kennedy, he was assass- assassinated, and uh, the gentleman who assassinated him is up for parole. And what was his name, Bob? Do you remember that? Sirhan Sirhan. Yeah, like who? That just I I hadn't even heard of that before our show. I'd never heard oh. of Sirhan Sirhan. Have you heard of it, Stevie? Oh, uh, somewhere in the somewhere in the archives. I I knew a guy named Philip Phillips. So, uh, you know, oh yeah, I, mean, there, I, guess... I know a guy named Philip Phillips too. Yeah. That should be a whole segment we do on the show. Sometime we had a, a client. I'm not supposed to tell client names, but this guy's name was Les. First name Les, last name Hate. So whenever oh, wow. our receptionist would call, she said, "Less hate, more love" is online too. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, Sirhan Sirhan is up for parole. 
And Bob, I, I'm going to have a little little contest here. Let's just see. Uh, oh, okay. How many children did RFK have? So I believe he was killed at age 42, Stevie. Maybe you can check that. Could be. Yeah, I can check that. Out. Check it out. So, yeah. So how many children? You can't look up how many children though, Stevie. Bob, I, won't, I, won't. I remember he had a slew. Was it eleven? Okay, and Stevie, what's your guess? I I think nine. I believe it was twelve. 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 So I think he's got eleven living. I was going to say a dirty dozen. He's got, but I think by the time this all came out, I think one had passed away. So I think there's eleven living. Wow. So eleven, twelve children though, and um, so now what's happening? The governor of California, our very favorite man, Gavin Newsom, has got to basically determine whether uh, Sirhan Sirhan is up for parole. And I believe he's in his 70s now. I was going to say, is he still ambulatory? Yeah, he, he uh, he's up for parole. And apparently, three of the 11 children are up for letting him out. And then the rest of the family is not. So then I did a little bit of research this week. And I've uncovered this report. Let's listen to it. So I thank, I thank all of you who made this possible this evening. The Ambassador Hotel, Los Angeles, June 5th, 1968. Over a thousand people there. Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy wins the California primary. It was just a beautiful moment. After his speech, Kennedy walks with the crowd into the hotel kitchen. And the television lights went on, kind of blinding. Uh, and uh, all of a sudden, I, I, I felt uh, uh, shaking, uh, like I was being electrocuted. It, it Paul Schrade is 91. Back then, he was a union official, a friend of RFK's. Schrade was shot in the head. That's him on the ground. Five others shot and hurt. Robert Kennedy shot three times. People jumped on Sirhan Sirhan. Grabbed his gun hand, pushed him up against a steam table, flattened him out. Kennedy died. Sirhan was convicted, sentenced to life in prison. Schrade knows Sirhan shot him, but... He couldn't shoot Robert Kennedy and didn't. He was never in a position to do this. Schrade says he spent the last 40 years well, investigating his guy. friend's assassination. Uh, there's strong evidence of a second gunman. He says experts re-examined evidence. They could not match the Kennedy neck bullet. He got hit in the back and the neck. That was the only whole bullet they could work with. It did not match uh, the Sirhan gun. Kennedy was shot in the back. Schrade says Sirhan was in front of Kennedy. He never shot Robert Kennedy. Schrade alleges a government cover-up. Massive destruction of, of evidence right after the trial. But why? I don't know. You have to ask that. So had you ever heard of that, Bob, before? No, again, with the second gunman. I know, the second shooter. Oh. Had you ever heard of that before, Steve? No, that's, that's a new one to me. I, I, what's with these Kennedys? <laughs> I know, and there's not... So, when I got thinking about it, um, yeah, because uh, my wife listens to some Robert F. Kennedy Jr. stuff, and he's on... I think he's been banned from Twitter, but he's pretty vocal, uh, especially about COVID stuff. And anyway, so she's been listening to stuff, and, and he had come out and said he, he had actually gone to prison to meet Sirhan Sirhan, and he actually doesn't believe Sirhan Sirhan killed his father he believes wow. 
it was someone else that, that did it. And, um, so he's actually okay with the release. He says he's very remorseful after all these years. And, and he believes there's another cover cover up. So, and JFK, there was a cover up as well. While one would, one says there was another shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you watch the Seinfeld, um, did you ever see that Seinfeld with Roger McDowell and yeah, uh, yeah. Keith Hernandez? So I, I'd never heard of this uh, before that there had to have been a, another shooter in RFK. And, and then it got me thinking like we haven't had assassination attempts. Was the last one Reagan, John Hinckley Jr. Was that the last so, one yeah. uh, on, a, on a president? I yeah. believe so. Yeah. I can't think of any more. And, and when I thought about it, like, Honestly, if you thought someone was going to get assassinated, Donald Trump, you would have, like, as soon as they inaugurated him, I said, he's not going to last a year. Someone's going to want to off him. Yeah. I I was surprised. Like, were you surprised, Bobby? Yes. uh, No attempts. You made it through. And actually talking of running again, I think. So... (laughs) (laughs) So 2016, I... I just don't know what, let me just, I don't even know if I have it because it's just embarrassing. Um, because this is the best, like 2016, we all said they've got to come up with someone better than this. Like they've got to come up with someone better than Trump and our good friend, uh, Clinton, Hillary Clinton, but they didn't. And sure enough, they're talking now in 2016 that perhaps, She's coming around again. So let's just give a listen to this. Talk about slamming Kamala. I mean, they're not passing her over for someone new. They're passing her. They're passing over her for someone really, really old. It's like she was supposed to be the new face of the party. And they're saying, no, thanks. The question is, are we ready for a 2016 rematch? I mean, the Clintons are like the political equivalent of covid and this is like going to be this is like a new variant. It's a new variant of an old election. Like 2016 was Delta. Is this going to be Omicron or worse? I don't know. So there's talk that it could be Trump and Clinton again. Bob, what do you think about that? Wow. Our time machine works. <laughs> yeah. I, like, is that the best we got? Like, we have to have better than this. Steve. Uh, you know what? No, I don't think there are better. <laughs> that, that's not an endorsement on both candidates. No, no I just, I don't, like, it doesn't even matter. doesn't even like, it's, let's, let's just find another Bush. Let's unearth a Bush. And oh, there, Jeb. Right? Just, I like, thought Jeb yeah, was supposed yeah. to run, but he uh, did, but then he got, I don't know. Um, and in, in politics in, I mean, this is 2022. The election won't be till another three years. But they're already talking about who's oh, yeah. running in 2024. Like the entire term of Biden is talking about who's going to run the next time. Well, uh, that could be partly because of Biden. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it it might be. Let me yeah. see if I've got the. I I do have a a liner of his, and oh. I mean, bless him. Who was the guy on? There wasn't there someone on a radio station on UCB Bob that read everything that was on the the liner at the station? Oh yes there was. <laughs> don't, you don't say the name but do you remember what was said? Uh it was something like 
Attention all. Yes, yes. Something about uh, attention all voice trackers. Attention all voice trackers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he read it word for word. Mm-hmm. So this is President Joe Biden reading on his teleprompter, and it said "end of message." Okay, let's read. End of message said end of message. Then <laughs> the message said end of message. <laughs> and then I've got a. I added a new laugh track this week too. <laughs> Good old Kamala. <laughs> Do you love her laugh, Stevie? Oh, wow. It's something else. It's something. It's something. So something poor President Joe Biden, he, um, yeah, he's he's not doing great in the polls, and uh, I do feel bad for him. He hasn't had a, had a great run so far in the first year, but I don't think anyone in this environment, like, I don't think we'd be happy with anyone. Would you agree, Bob? Probably right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think history has a has a a way of looking back on the presidency. I remember people hated George W. Bush, hated him, hated him during it, and now people look back and go, you know what? He wasn't a bad president. He was a good president. Do you, do you find that history, like Ralph Klein? Do people look back on Ralph Klein in Alberta and say Ralph Klein was one of the best? Oh, they they still Ralph Bucks. I, I miss the Ralph Bucks. We're just gave him, like like would we would we love that right now? Seriously, oh yeah, like, just handing out cash to people. So how is Jason yeah. Kenny doing out in the West? Uh, you know, I think I think like you say, I think COVID has a way of making even the best at yeah. handling this look pretty inept. So I yeah, think yeah. you know, what are his they, chances of reelection here? Well, here's the thing, you know, I shouldn't, it used to be the way in Alberta, and I've had to learn this because I'm not from here, um, is that they, the conservatives were like 41 years straight where they were yeah, all yeah. elected. Yeah. And then people, and they were just so like, <clears throat> like just so convinced, like they, they, I don't think they were really governing well because they were just like, we're just going to get reelected. Right. Right. And so finally, I think people had enough after 41 years and they put the NDP in. Yeah, Notley got in. I remember that. I woke up yeah. that one morning. I'm like, like what? Like the end must be near. You know, yeah, the, the yeah. NDP are in an Alberta. So, yeah, so frustrated with just how they they were building, like, you know, opulent offices for themselves and, and flying everywhere and all these things. Uh, and, so, and so I think what happened is that because of that, um, it's, I think, a bit more of a of a, of a chance, but for the most part, I think if he can survive his own leadership review, he'll probably get back in. But that's that's always a joke around here is that the the leadership, like the, you know, if you're if you're a conservative here in Calgary trying to run, the election is not your competition. It's actually becoming the the nominated candidate right. for the conservative party. Right. right. So the, those are the real battles here. And so it's different than other places in the country, but that's how it normally works. We've got an election coming up in June in Ontario, and uh, I don't think, Mr. Ford, uh, the the left-leaning conservatives aren't happy with him. The right-leaning conservatives aren't happy with him. Um, The the teachers' unions are not happy with him. Um, And and it's interesting. I have so many liberal friends, and we've discussed it, and we said, you know, he's governed really uh, up until partway through last year. He would have done everything... Aside from mandates, he was the same as as a as Kathleen Wynne would have been. Like he he really was governing, spending uh, more money than even her. So I, you know, from that perspective, I don't think he's going to get back in. Bob, do you have any opinion on that? 
You're probably right. Uh, I, I think most politicians that have uh, been in power during COVID, just because of you know the things they say and just seeing them on TV, I, I just think people are tired. Just for, for no particular reason, just for that. I, I would agree with that, but I, let me throw something else at, out at you. If Canada had an election today, would, would Trudeau get back in? I think he would. I, he probably would because I really didn't think he would last time, and I was surprised that he did. So yeah. he could likely uh, pull it off again. I, I think. Uh, what do you think, Stevie? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. The conservatives like just find someone else to chuck in there. Yeah, or tools. He didn't get the job done, so just like get get a Mulrooney in there. So do whatever you have. Like, I know Canada that works the same thing as America, right? Ben Mulrooney, he got rid of CT. He's at a CTV there, so oh, sure. There's some rumors that he might be uh, going politically. Or put so. his sister in there; she's pretty good. Yeah, you, you, one never knows. One never knows. Uh, we've got um, lots of stuff to talk about, and I think we're going to talk about it on next week's episode. Just because there's so much in the news and so many fun stories. Um, We're going to talk next week about our New Year's plans. Mr. T, we're going to talk about some of Mr. T's tweets. We're going to look up Mr. T's tweets. And we're also going to talk about new music, talk sports, and talk about the upcoming Olympics and what that means. Tell me the mood of the province in Alberta when they canceled the uh, World Juniors. Yeah, people were pretty choked. I was mad because I had the ESO app that got me five cents off a liter on gas every time Team Canada won. So I'm still choked about it. I'm like, that was that was going to be a gold mine for me. So every time I pump gas on, I'm like, like seriously, ESO, what is the problem? So can they can they not honor it on playing the replays? Because TSN played the replays. That's what I'm asking them. But apparently, apparently, ESO is not worried about my plight. Oh, so, yeah, they're they're not doing they're, it. So. Uh, Bobby, what was your? Did you watch any of the World Juniors before it? I I saw some of. What did I see? The the second game. Uh, who was it? Austria. I think was it eleven to two or something it like that. It was the big oh, score. Yeah, I saw some of it. I hadn't even got a chance to watch any games. My in laws don't have. They have internet, but no cable. So when we go up there for Christmas, uh, which we were quite under the ten limit that we have here in Ontario. Oh, yes. uh, no, yeah, um, we weren't. We were a little over, uh, but we couldn't. We couldn't watch any of the game up there because it wasn't on. They don't have cable, and and they they don't have that package on the internet. So I didn't watch it there. Then when we came back, I did, couldn't watch it because we had something else on. So it was pretty frustrating. But anyway, like uh, uh, you know, like up there, like like is like where is up there? Like is it like Algonquin Park or like where where is up Newcastle there? near Oshawa, the Dirty Schwa. <laughs> <laughs> they don't well, have yeah. it yeah i guess that's part of the problem they don't have the stuff up there but we've got uh anyway then i get back and i'm like okay i've got the next week off i'm just yeah. gonna watch world juniors all week and then they announced that it was done and it's like uh i mean part of it is my own fault because they announced that uh usa had forfeited the game because they had a couple guys that had covid so they had to forfeit and lose one nothing and i'm like ha ha you know, yeah. I was like all happy. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We're going to lose the whole tournament now. And that was. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Well, we don't have karate in the garage, but over Christmas we got a ping pong table. And we now go out to the garage and play ping pong. Nice. 
And we play Round the World. You ever played Round the World in ping pong? So you get like a group of friends. Of course, in Ontario, it's got to be under 10. But you, uh, when you play it, you run around the table and then you put the paddle down and you run around. Oh, and then yeah. if you miss it, you're out. And then people make fun of you and point their fingers at you. So we did that over the holidays and it was, it was a fun time. I think we did that one time and Wolfie collapsed the table on us. <laughs> that what? does not surprise me. How many, that should be a segment. How many chairs has Mark Wolf broken in his life? At our house, I think it was three. I, I think it was two in the Mackie house. Yeah, we had a wicker love seat that didn't survive Wolfie's Liberty lineman days. I'll say that. <laughs> It's all good. Well, we've got more things uh, next week. We are back. It is 2022. It's been a while. Bob, I have missed you. I've missed you. I feel like I haven't seen you in a long time. I still feel like I can't see you. Yeah, I was going to say, tonight included. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. It's all good. For The Edge of Tom Foolery, my name is Bruce Mackey. I'm Bob Morris. I'm Steve Height. Otherwise known as... Isn't it whatever you, whatever you want to call it, Lance Arbuckle or something like that? <laughs> Ramsey's Arbuckle. Oh, there we go. Thanks for tuning yeah. in, folks. We'll see you next week.